up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9 The Game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. What are we doing? I'm going to drop the plans for this. I'm going to... And Eric Fry. Arg. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. edition the uh, starting lineup it's wednesday yes. you know what that means it's may 3rd 2023 what's happening out there it's travis Sparks, eric fry alongside and we're here for the next hour here on espn radio of course we got a good show uh, lined up for you for your hump day and we got nba playoff action uh, from uh, last night as well as the MVP was officially announced as well, and we'll take a look at that. We'll hit up on uh, some uh, local sports from the uh, baseball and uh, softball uh, diamonds, and you get set for the action uh, for uh, this evening as the uh, NTC tournament there in uh, softball rolls on, so we'll hit up on that for sure. We'll also uh, get to uh, Major League of Baseball from uh, last night, take a whip around uh, the uh, Major Leagues, and uh, oh, hey, Cardinals, you know, it's a series opener. Knew that was going to be a loss. Mm-hmm. So they lost again. They're 0-10 in series openers this season. So uh, we'll uh, hit up on, hit up on that as well. And, uh, hey, it's right back on the horse tonight as it's a Shohei Otani day as he's scheduled to be on the mound. It wasn't even in the lineup yesterday. I was going to say, our curse continues, Travis. It does <laughs> for Dinger it, Tuesday. It didn't help the Cardinals at all. But no. between Otani not even playing, and that's who I picked, and Mike Trout went 0 for 4 with two Ks. Yeah. We just. <laughs> I think the years would be voided because yeah, Otani didn't even get in at bat. So I mean, I would hope I so. But I won't mark that as a loss for it's you. It's a loss. In my book, it's a loss. <laughs> okay. In your book, it is. So uh, we'll try to. Did I win? No. So it's a loss. <sighs> you, you can't help it that he wasn't in the, the lineup. You, had, you didn't know. We made it before the lineup cards were, were put in. So, uh, oh, well. we'll oh, well. We'll try to get it uh, right next Living Tuesday. Living you learn. <laughs> exactly. And uh, the Cardinals will try to do uh, just that and uh, try to win against him tonight. A 5.50 will be the pregame show. Start here 
6.35 game broadcast first pitch to follow shortly after that. Miles Michaelis will be on the mound for the uh, Cards tonight. Uh, and we'll hit up on uh, that matchup. We'll also uh, take a look at the uh, Stanley Cup of playoffs from uh, last night as the uh, two upset teams from uh, round number one. They get wins in their games as uh, they continue to do historic things. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll head up on that as well. And we'll also get to uh, some other things in uh, the uh, podcast. We'll probably have to get to uh, there. wanted to uh, peek at that. Uh, call it, we're already talking about the college football playoff. Yes. College football playoff schedule for the 12-team playoff was uh, revealed, I believe it was yesterday. So uh, we'll take a quick peek at that as well and uh, see whatever else we can cook up in uh, the uh, podcast as well maybe this day in uh, sports mm-hmm. history we will as well so uh stay tuned to the uh, podcast for that of course you can uh, find that pod wherever you find your favorite pets or on the website fmradio.com and of course so we like to give a shout out to mcmahon meets tingley insurance agency what pools and spas worth computer repair and uh, to Topola State Bank for sponsoring the uh, starting lineup. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got a lot to get to here on uh, this uh, busy uh, hump day, so let's get it started, and uh, let's hit it up with First Things First. Before we get into the show. First things first. And let's start off in the NBA playoffs, NBA postseason. Game number two is the first game of the night in the East as it was the Knicks evening up their series with the Heat. Had some injury question marks of who was going to play, who was not going to play. Well, uh, the uh, Knicks, Julius Randle, he ended up playing. Uh, so did Jalen Brunson. Those two kind of led the charge for the Knicks and uh, Jimmy Butler was ruled out of this game, and so he did not play for the Heat. So uh, the Knicks, they, I don't know if it was really a comeback, but uh, they uh, win it late and go on to win 111 to 105 to tie it up at one. Travis, this uh, this Heat team. Mm-hmm. First of all, I'm surprised no one is talking about that they're 17 and 24 on the road this season. That's not hey, good. No, you don't, That's not you good. don't hear about that. Um, but the other problem is is that you have in a second-round playoff game, you have Kevin Love playing 24 minutes in 2023. Yeah. You take Jimmy Butler out of this lineup, this is a bad lineup. I mean, yeah, really yeah they had four players in double figures, but, I mean, Caleb Martin? Yep. <laughs> uh, Gabe Vincent? Yep. Max Strauss? Mm-hmm. Yep. Bam. Yep. That's uh, Kyle Lowry put in 31 minutes off the bench. Didn't know he was there. Cody Zeller had seven minutes. So that's good. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Duncan Robinson had 21 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Somebody's got to fill in without uh, Jimmy Butler. But and of course Udonis Haslam him. couldn't get in the game. No. Get him in there. Yeah, I know. Zeller got seven minutes, but can't find some minutes for uh, Udonis Haslam. So. It was the worst thing that could have happened for um, the Heat. Not yeah. only did Jimmy Butler not play, possibly not playing two games, mm. if not more, but the Knicks injured stars came back. Yeah. 
and that right. was a problem. Yeah, because uh, Brunson he ended up dropping a uh, thirty points, and uh, Julius Randle had a uh, twenty-five points, and uh, also uh, the uh, four out of the five starters for uh, the uh, Knicks were in uh, double figures. R.J. Barrett scored a uh, twenty-four, and uh, Hart had fourteen. For the uh, Knicks, they didn't get a lot from the uh, bench no, uh, production with it. the uh, points production. When you have uh, your two guys that you uh, counted on doing great things, when Brunson and Randall coming back into the lineup, and obviously uh, mm-hmm. without Butler, uh, spelled the doom for the Miami Heat. Here's what I'm going to say about both these teams: whoever is about ready to be eliminated in that last game, especially if they're losing big, if it's the Heat. Then their last game of the season, they need to put Udonis Haslam in. Oh, definitely. Especially if it's in Miami, put him in there. Definitely. And New York, whenever they get eliminated last game, they need to put Derrick Rose in. Yeah. You got to put these players in the game. Mm-hmm. Let them have their moment. Yeah, let them have some shine as uh, Derrick Rose just uh, riding the bench yep. there for Coach Tibbs. Uh, there. So. By the way, I forgot Obi Toppin was a Nick. Yeah. Wasn't he a big deal like two years ago? Yeah, you know, he was a big deal coming out of college, out of uh, Dayton, and then, you know, COVID hit that, that year for the NCAA tournament for them. I remember why it was a big deal. Travis, he won a dunk contest. That's right, yeah. He won a and dunk contest. he was contest. a big dunker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, only playing 10 minutes yep. last night. No points. Nope. But, and uh, one rebound. Yep. <laughs> so. Uh, not a great night. Not a great night. Uh, for him and not a great night for the uh, Heat as the uh, series will shift uh, back to uh, Miami and uh, that will be on a Saturday for a game three uh, there so we'll wait the status of uh, Jimmy Butler uh, for that game but obviously that a rolled ankle caused him uh, enough issues to uh, not mm-hmm. being able to play last night in a game two well and- I think it's a smart move by the Heat to not have him play game two it's still early enough in the season. Let him take a game. Let him get rested. Let him get healed up so he can be there towards for the end of the season and end of the series and possibly going forward. Right, yeah. Don't have him do something to damage himself further in game two. You're not losing the series in this game. Yeah, At worst, you're getting tied up. Yeah, definitely not, and especially going back to uh, Miami. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I would agree. Smart decision there for holding him back. And then the uh, second game uh, later that night, it was the uh, Lakers and uh, Warriors, LeBron versus Steph in a game one of the semifinals. And it was a late comeback there by the uh, Warriors. They tried to come all the way back. They ended up having a 14-0 run to uh, tie this game up. Uh, but then it was the uh, Lakers ended up uh, pulling it out 117-2-1-12, and it was the AD game yeah. as he had 30 points and a 23 rebounds for Mr. AD Anthony Davis in the uh, win last night for the Lakers. Yeah, LeBron with 22-11, and 11. and Travis, I was looking at this and going, ah, well, maybe Golden State didn't get enough out of Steph or, or Clay. Nope, Steph had 27, Clay had 25. Wiggins had 15. Looney had 10 points, but 23 rebounds. He had 21 from Poole off the bench. Golden State just got beat. Yeah, they did. You just need to get a stop every once in a while. Yeah, and they they fell down, and you know they had to use that 14-0 run just to get back in and just mm-hmm. to tie it uh, there. And Steph was really working uh, last night, and he earned all those mm-hmm. 27 points because I think a big defensive effort there 
by uh, Vanderbilt there for the Lakers, mm-hmm. saying that's Jared Vanderbilt. He was doing a great job of uh, staying with Curry. And what Curry is so great at and what you love to watch uh, him play is, you know, not only can he get some circus shots off and just can fire the ball from anywhere and probably make it, but uh, he, what he does off the ball and just running around and trying to guard that uh, for all the minutes that he's out there on the floor, running around screens mm-hmm. and whatnot. But Vanderbilt was doing a great job of uh, sticking with him for the most part. And, you know, that 14-0 run that they used, he wasn't out there. Yeah. So here's what I'm going to say. If I'm Golden State, I'm heading over to uh, our friends in the Stripes and saying, how is the free throw discrepancy? Yeah. Five, five for six for Golden State and 25 of 29 for the Lakers when I'm home. Yeah. That's not how that's supposed <laughs> to work. Yeah, it's a big discrepancy. It's huge, Travis. 29 free throws and to only six. six. Hmm. That's a 23 free throw discrepancy. Hmm. That is your game right there. Wow. Yeah. So not only that, but it also put, you know, Poole, who I said had 21 points off the bench, he fouled out. Draymond had four fouls. Looney had three fouls. Wiggins, Curry, and Thompson all had three fouls, so they had to be smart playing. They couldn't be aggressive. So, to me, that's where this game was won and lost. Because, Travis, you look at the numbers, all right? The Lakers, as a team, 6 of 25 from three-point land. That's not great. Golden State, 21 of 53. Shot 51 they, threes. They shot 53 free threes, made 21 of them. They made 15 more threes than the Lakers. Mm. You shouldn't lose a game when you make 15 more three-pointers than the other team, but because they put up 23 more free throws, mm. they got the win. Yeah, it's true. And then at the uh, very end, Jordan Poole, probably not the guy that you would want to take the 28-footer there. He was, I don't know what he was doing. I mean, you're all right if Steph does that. You're probably all right if Clay does that as well. But Jordan Poole, I don't know what he was thinking there. With As much time was left on the uh, clock uh, there. You can't be putting that shot up. That shot. You got to get a little bit better uh, than that. So... Uh, they'll uh, wait game number two, mm-hmm. and the Warriors will try to even up uh, the uh, series, and that'll be on Thursday. But uh, Anthony, J- Anthony Davis joins some uh, nice company there with the uh, 30 and uh, 20 game uh, that he had. He joins Shaquille O'Neal, Will Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Elgin Baylor, some Laker royalty uh-huh. right there as the only players in team history to record a 30-20 game in the playoffs so mm. uh illustrious company there for ad absolutely one of the big reasons why the uh, lakers get the dub last night with the free throw mm-hmm. discrepancy uh, as well so uh exciting games uh, last night and the action will continue this evening as we got game number two of the uh, 76ers and uh, celtics and the news last night, as it was the 76 Joel Embiid, he was awarded the MVP uh, for this season. So, uh, Joel, nice little moment there, showing him, uh, obviously, emotional after receiving the award, his mm-hmm. first MVP uh, there, the league announced on a Tuesday. And uh, some good news for Philadelphia fans is that he plans on playing tonight as well. So, uh, you named MVP one night, and then you're gonna play in the game uh, on. Of course you are 
on uh, tonight, I guess. Yeah. So. yeah. I mean, why, why wouldn't you? I mean, you know, James Harden came out and played great. Can he do that for the entire series? Probably not. Probably not, yeah. True. Probably not. Uh, Embiid garnered 73 of the 100 available first place votes. He had 915 in total. Uh, Jokic, he had 15 first place votes, 674 total. Uh, Giannis had 12 first place votes. Jason Tatum finished in fourth place. And Shea Gilders Alexander for the Thunder actually finished in mm. fifth place for the MVP voting. So, uh, A little surprising on that one. Yeah, I didn't expect. I mean, he's uh, had a he had a great season, no doubt, but fifth in MVP votings. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think that great. Yeah, yeah, I didn't uh, think so either. So, uh, the third overall pick in the 2014 uh, draft, and he uh, of course missed uh, his first two full seasons due to some injuries, and he uh, affected got affected by that in uh, his tenure in Kansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, of course, been famous for the process. In uh, Philadelphia, he trusted it. He did, and that trust gets him knocking off two-time MVP Jokic as Embiid wins the MVP this season, and Mm -hmm. we'll see what he does tonight against the uh, Celtics there in in Game Two in uh, Boston uh, tonight. And I uh, haven't seen what the uh, line change is as of now, but uh, according to ESPN, what I'm looking at, the Celtics are favored by seven and a half points. I'm sure that was before. That, yeah, that's going to move. I'm sure that's before mm-hmm. Bede was announced that he was going to play. Yeah, yeah, that's going to that's uh, that's going to move. I would expect it to be maybe three and a half. I mean, he's still here on my. Uh, on the app that I'm looking at, it's still seven no. and a half. So. Maybe they have a lot of faith in uh, Boston to to get a big win. Maybe. Hmm. I mean, it is in Boston, so you give them, you know, a couple yeah, points the, for that. Yeah, the lines on all the sports books haven't moved. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, very interesting. I mean, just happened an hour, hour and a half ago or something. Yeah, maybe they watching, haven't adjusted since then. Yeah, I know. I was watching first take, and uh, they busted and with that there. So uh, only one game on the uh, docket tonight for the association, that Eastern Conference game, too, with the uh, Celtics and uh, 76ers. Mm-hmm. 7 o'clock, TD Garden trying to break the bad juju that they've had there in Boston as of yeah. late. And uh, they can't go down 2-0 heading to uh, Philadelphia no. there. So uh, we'll see what happens tonight, and uh, we'll be back to uh, talk about it tomorrow. But mm-hmm. probably have to talk about it in the uh, podcast yep. uh, because we're going to have a short little show tomorrow due to the uh, St. Louis Cardinal game as uh, they would basically be kicking, on, kicking us off right now yep. uh, because they have a 11-20 uh, Pre-game show start yep. uh, tomorrow, so I uh, wanted to uh, pass that along. Programming there. note for you. Yeah, definitely. So adjust your schedules uh, accordingly, but we'll still have the uh, podcast, so that won't change there from that perspective. We'll still be around. Yeah, we'll still be uh, around talking to you about some sports. Speaking of sports, let's continue the trend, and let's talk some local sports from the baseball and the softball diamonds coming up next here on the Star Lineup. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. 
We'll be right back. In 2020, Illinois had 270 motor vehicle accidents involving farm tractors or farm equipment. Five of these resulted in a fatality. Hello, this is your Effingham County Sheriff, Paul Coons. As we begin to see warm spring weather, farmers will be in the fields. As you go about your daily travels, remember, it only takes moments to overtake a farm tractor while you are traveling at highway speeds. Slow down and approach with caution when you meet a farm implement. Let's have a safe spring and consider the life you save could be your own. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Tuning into the baseball game, monitoring the incoming storm, catching your favorite talk show. These are just a few of the reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio each month. And did you know AM radio is the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping us safe in dangerous times? It's reliable, free, and public safety depends on it. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Paid actor, not a real customer. Quote based on a healthy, non-smoking, 44-year-old male with a 20-year term policy. Rates may vary. Welcome to Ethos, a new kind of insurance company that believes life insurance should be hassle-free, affordable, and accessible for everyone. For around a dollar a day, I got a 20-year, $250,000 term life insurance policy without a medical exam. All I had to do was answer a few health questions and snap, family protected. It was quick and easy. Ethos is 100% online. I got a quote in seconds, applied in minutes and got coverage in hours. Just answer a few health questions. No medical exam, no blood tests, no hassle. Look, nobody wants to plan for the unthinkable, but it would be so much worse to not plan at all. So don't put it off. It feels great having the peace of mind knowing that my family is protected. Ethos, the 100% online hassle-free way to get affordable life insurance. Don't wait, get your free online quote now at ethoslife.com. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means... Wait, 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 hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first year cash back match. Only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. Lanny went to college and racked up huge debt. A little bit over $100,000. For a degree he couldn't use? Now what? I had a friend that went to my computer career and they talked to me about it. He was done in just months. I did do it online. They even helped him get hired immediately after graduation. One of the things I love about IT is that you can work from anywhere you want. You could become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at My Computer Career. It worked for me and I know it can work for you. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. And now, the starting lineup. It's a post-weekend, so we got to give you the top three moments from the sports weekend. I'm boycotting. I mean... I am boycotting. It's like, oh, well, I might have to do the top three without the, the music here today. <laughs> I press spacebar so many and times. And now, it's time 
for the top three. And just, it's a Monday, I guess. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in uh, to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. Let's head up on uh, some local uh, baseball and uh, softball action uh, from uh, yesterday. And uh, let's get things started with Altamont and uh, Mulberry Grove in uh, baseball. As Altamont comes away with the uh, 15-2-1 win over Mulberry Grove. They picked up seven runs in the uh, second inning, added three more in the third, and five more in the fourth, as Mulberry Grove only had one hit in the uh, game, mm-hmm. as uh, Robbins and uh, Miller tag team uh, for the uh, one hitter, as Robbins started the game, and he went two in a, a third inning, giving up only a one or one run. And uh, three walks and two strikeouts. Uh, Eli Miller come in in relief, two and two-thirds innings, giving up that one hit, two walks, and uh, two uh, strikeouts. Big day at the uh, plate uh, there for the Indians as uh, Stimke. He uh, has uh, five RBIs in the game, including a, a grand slam for those five RBIs. Also with two RBIs credited with Robinson and Earhart and Caden Miller picking up two RBIs as well. And Hammer and Schultz are credited with the other RBIs there for the Indians and a big winner there. Satopoulos getting the win over North Clay by the final of a 5-2 to two here as uh, North Clay came out and scored the first two runs of the game in the top of the first, but then uh, the Wooden Shoes come back in the second inning and pick up four in uh, that inning, and they would add an insurance run in the uh, sixth, but obviously uh, wouldn't need any more runs uh, there. As uh, Geckner gets the win in relief as he goes uh, six innings in relief, giving up four hits, no runs, two walks, and uh, six Ks for the uh, Shoes there. On the other side of North Clay, uh, Jones gets hit with a loss. He... And went four innings, giving up six hits, three earned runs, a couple walks, and a couple of uh, strikeouts uh, there. RBIs uh, credited to uh, Thompson. He had two of them. And uh, Geckner also uh, drove in two runners uh, there as well with the uh, shoes picking up the win there. It was uh, Newton getting the uh, shutout of Nioga by the final of a nine to a nothing as Newton obviously picking up runs early and often three in the first, four more in the uh, second, and then they would add some insurance in the uh, fifth inning there. And uh, Nioga only had three hits in the uh, game. Uh, Mahaffey, he goes uh, five innings, and he gets the win on the mound for the Eagles. As he goes five innings, only allowing one hit, four walks, and a strikeout seven. And Harris comes in in relief and a uh, pitches the uh, final two innings there as Newton goes on to win. RBI is uh, sprinkled all over the place here. Everybody picking up an RBI. Ferguson, Mahaffey, uh, Reach, Reynolds, uh, Bierman, and 
um, Baltz, he'll uh, pick up an RBI there as well for the Newton Eagles. Newton, very good in case you didn't know, Travis, and we'll talk more then, about that later on this week, uh, exactly how good they are. Definitely, and we'll see how it shakes out. I think I know what you're talking about mm-hmm. uh, there with the postseason coming up in mm-hmm. the near future. And it was a South Central getting the win over Wednesday's two straws by the final of 8-4. to four. And uh, this was uh, back and forth for the first three innings as Windsor, uh, they picked up a couple in the first inning. South Central ties it up with two in the second inning, and they take the lead 3-2. Uh, to two. And uh, in the third, and then uh, Stu Straws scores two more in the bottom of the third to take the lead there, four to three. And then a South Central three runs in the top of the fourth, and they would add a couple more insurance runs there in the seventh and fifth innings. They go on to win eight to four. Uh, Banera, he gets the win on the mound. He goes all seven innings, giving up four runs, seven hits, one walk, and eight strikeouts. Uh, Jordan Wittenberg takes the loss on the mound for the Hatchets. As RBIs, it looks like they're accredited here to uh, Dotson, Banera, and uh, uh, let's see, uh, Smith is credited with an RBI as well. And Windsor's two straws, only RBI was credited to a gurgle. And Jordan Whitberg also had two RBIs as well for the Hatchets. It was a Charleston a winner over Paris, 14-1. Lawrenceville over Duggar, Indiana, 16-2-3. It was Mount Zion over Tolona Unity, 9-4. Mattoon over Rantoul, 17-4. Lincoln Prairie, it was Cumberland over Robinson, 12-5. Arthur Christian over Decatur LSA, 15-1. Mount Pulaski over Argenta, 8-2. Colfax Ridgeview over Blue Ridge, 10-0. Decatur St. Teresa all over Tuscola, 13-3. Shelbyville also a, a blowout win over Warrensburg Latham, 20 to nothing. Sullivan over Macon Meridian, 11-1. South Central, it was uh, Piasol over Pena, 1-0. Gillespie over Pleasant Plains, 6-4. And then a high-scoring affair with Vandalia and Hillsboro as Vandalia wins that one by the final of 16-12 to 12 Ooh, in that one. So, score. Yeah, uh, runs a plenty there for the Vandals uh, yesterday. And uh, a hit fest, 27 combined hits mm. for both squads uh, there. And uh, RBIs all over the place uh, for uh, the uh, Vandals there as well. It was uh, softball action uh, from yesterday. It was uh, Mulberry Grove getting the win over Altamont by the uh, final of a 4-1 there as Lemke takes the loss in the circle. Altamont's lone run came in the uh, first inning, uh, but then uh, Mulberry Grove, they picked up three in the third inning to go on to win. They would pick up an insurance run in the uh, seventh uh, there, as Altamont could only uh, scratch across three hits. Uh, Bame, Klein, and Tun had the hits for the Indians and the loss there. It was Newton over Cumberland, uh, shutting out the uh, Lady Pirates as Newton wins 10 to uh, nothing uh, there. Lady Eagles also very, uh, good. very good yes. as well. So they will look for them to make some noise in the postseason. Mm-hmm. As well, they're hanging right with uh, Casey as uh, they're 
of course, notorious for a softball as well. And they defeated Powell Hutt 17-1. Robinson over Martinsville 16-1. Lawrenceville over Washington 13-4. It was uh, Mattoon over Teutopolis. High-scoring affair here. As you thought that, that Vandalia-Hillsborough game was high-scoring, this one was too. As it was 18-17 was the final here. So 18-17. 30 hits. Combined between the two teams, and you had Mattoon. They picked up uh, one run in the first, three in the second for Topless to take the lead. Then Mattoon gets a right back with five in the second. Topless, three more in the third, and, and then Mattoon, five more in the third. Uh, Mattoon scored runs in every inning here. Uh, two in the fourth, a run in the fifth, two more in the sixth, and a seventh. Teutopolis, they picked up five runs there in the uh, sixth, and six more in the seventh. And Mattoon walked it off uh, there as uh, Griffin gets the win in the circle for the Green Wave. Gibson, uh, she takes the loss in the circle for Teutopolis. As let's see here, try to calculate all these RBIs here. Helmick, he, uh, she had a home run and four RBIs for the uh, shoes. Wall had three RBIs as well. Niebergi, she had a home run and uh, three RBIs. Geckner had an RBI. Koppel had two RBIs. Uh, Gibson had an RBI as well. And uh, Mattoon had RBIs all over the place as well. Inlow had a three RBIs. He had a cross with three. And artists with five RBIs. So a lot of runs mm-hmm. and hits yesterday in an offensive fest. Very much so. Green Wave in the shoes. It was uh, Breeze Modern Day getting the win over FEM by the uh, final of 5 to uh, 4. Here as uh, pull up the uh, box score there as uh, FEM got on the board first in the bottom of the third. They scored three in that inning. Marade gets one in the fourth, and it's a 4-1 to one lead for FEM going into the seventh as Marade comes and ties it with three runs in the top of that inning, and then they win it in extras in eight innings. Uh, there to win five to four. Hey Armstrong, she went the distance. She went all eight innings, giving up ten hits, five runs. Only one of them was earned, and uh, three uh, strikeouts. RBIs uh, for uh, the Hearts were credited to uh, Riley Cunningham, Donaldson, Abby Cunningham, and Harvey picking up RBIs as well for the Hearts mm-hmm. in that loss. It was uh, Prairie Central over Lincoln, 5-1. Macon Meridian over Sullivan, 16-12. and m over Clinton, 11-2. Tuscola over St. T, 23-4. It was Hayworth over Blue Ridge, 13-3. Staunton over Litchfield, 16-zip. Vandelli over Hillsborough, 12-1. And Staunton over Litchfield, 16-0. In a baseball action for today in the NTC, we got Dietrich at Altamont, St. Anthony hosting Yoga, Casey at North Clay, CHBC at Brownstown, uh, Salem at South Central. It was uh, Casey. It's Casey at uh, North Clay. Hey, I already put that on there. That's twice. Uh, Olney uh, at Robinson, Marshall hosting Mount Zion, Lincoln at Beardstown, Williamsville at Taylorville, Cumberland at Arcola, Oka Valley at Leroy, Monticello at Tuscola, Clinton hosting Argenta, Macon at Nokomis, 
Piasol at North Green, Carlinville at North Mac, and Litchfield at Bunker Hill. And softball, the NTC tournament continues there in Evergreen today as we got the fifth seed, Altamont, take on the number one overall seed, St. Anthony, at a 4-15. And then over on the other diamond there at Evergreen at the same time, the two seed, Windsor's two straws, will take on the three seed, South Central. And those two are in the winner's bracket. The winners of those games will take on, take on each other in the Thursday championship as, again, it's supposed to be Friday, but due to some weather, mm -hmm. that's uh, bumped up to tomorrow. So, uh, And then on the consolation side, it's the seventh seed, St. Elmo, Brownstown against the sixth seed, CHBC, as the NTC tournament marches on there at Evergreen today. Uh, Mattoon is at Olney, Paris at Charleston, FEM at Taylorville, Tolona Unity hosting Mount Zion. Villa Grove at Tuscola, Lincoln Prairie Urbana at Arcola, South Central at Father McGivney at Hillsboro, North Mac hosting Carlinville, and Litchfield at Bunker Hill. And we got the uh, Little Illini Conference meet at Paris today for track and field. So uh, a lot of action all yep. over the place there in Paris. Busy day there in Paris, both the boys and girls meet uh, there today. So... Uh, we'll be back to report on those scores tomorrow. And yes, we'll we will. Take a look at who's going to be uh, in a, a battle for the championship mm -hmm. in the NTC softball tournament as well. And at some point later on this week, we do, we alerted to it a little bit, we do uh, want to take a look at the yes. postseason uh, matchups or maybe not that we don't, we don't have the matchups yet, but right. we have the seeds, right? Yeah, I so. just say, of course, notoriously behind. So. Yeah, well, you know, it happens, it happens more <laughs> well, often than not, especially with the IHSA. Yes, so. <laughs> we'll take a look at that later on uh, this week at some point. All right, let's turn the floor over to uh, Major League Baseball coming up next. Uh, Cardinals lose, Cubs lose, but the White Sox. They did pick up the win yesterday mm. again, so they're getting hot. Don't let the White Sox get hot. Maybe not. Well, yeah. But we'll take a look at all that and a whip around Major League Baseball coming up next. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. This is Deputy Chief Kurt Davis of the Effingham Police Department with another safety tip for online use for your family. While online, a child might provide information or arrange an encounter that could risk his or her safety or the safety of other family members. In a few cases, pedophiles have used online services and bulletin boards to gain a child's confidence and then arrange a face-to-face -face meeting. Parents, be sure to stay in touch with your children's online activities, and if you detect any threats to your child's safety, notify your local police department. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. And now you go from 72 in a sunny in Atlanta and then uh, 48 degrees in Minnesota uh, for this one. They're with indoors. The Tigers. Okay. They're not indoors. Oh, not anymore. Never mind. <laughs> that has long since been imploded. The starting lineup. Uh, and it's also a Shohei Otani day as yep. he's on the mound against the Guardians. We'll be uh, looking in on a Shohei yep. uh, later. 
I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that was. It's a chant that they do at like soccer games. Oh, ole, ole, ole! Yeah. But you kind of were off a little bit. I there. was trying to fit Shohei in there, but it's very hard. It doesn't uh, quite go with the beat. No. I tried though. It really doesn't. You, you tried. Another team that tried last night was the Hawks. On ninety-eight-nine, the game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. The Blues are adding some depth to their blue line. The team signed defenseman Leo Luth to a three-year, two-way entry-level contract yesterday. The 21-year-old was St. Louis's third-round draft pick in 2020, but he spent the last two seasons playing in Finland. Luth scored eight goals, go along with 18 assists in 103 games during his two-year stint with the Ives of Liga. Liam Hendricks is nearing his return to the White Sox bullpen. ESPN reporting that the Chicago closer will begin a minor league rehab assignment today. Hendricks was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma in January, but he entered remission after finishing up chemotherapy last month. Hendricks had 37 saves and 58 appearances last season. In other club news, Travis, the White Sox made 11 total roster moves yesterday, including activating all-star shortstop Tim Anderson from the 10-day injured list. Notre Dame Fighting Irish are adding to their 2024 recruiting class. Wide receiver Micah Gilbert announced yesterday that he is coming to Notre Dame after he graduates high school next year. The North Carolina native chose the Irish over the likes of Michigan, Virginia Tech, and North Carolina. The Colts are moving on from several players. Indianapolis announced yesterday that it has waived four players following the 2023 NFL Draft. Running backs Darian Evans and Aaron Shemklin, along with wide receiver Kristen Wilkinson and cornerback David Vereen, have all been let go by the team. The Colts made 12 selections during this year's draft. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9. It's Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there. With the uh, Sports Center hits there. And uh, 98.9, the game, of course, is your home for St. Louis Cardinal baseball. And that's where we're going to uh, next. We're taking a whip around the uh, major leagues, as uh, you know, is a series opener. Not that we're due or anything. And now is the time to be concerned, Ollie, about going 0 and 10 in series openers. No, you weren't concerned when we were 0 and 6 or 0 and nope. 7. But still not concerned, Travis. He's just frustrated. It's all good. He's frustrated. It's a long season, is what he Is what he says, and he uh, said that the uh, league likes to see us fail because we uh, win every year. Oh. That's what he said. Boy, you're just not making friends anywhere, are you? <laughs> and the Angels, they win 5-1 to one. Uh, yesterday. They got uh, four runs early, and, uh, including a three-run bomb there in the first inning to put the Angels up 4 to nothing. And uh, Steven Matz gets the loss, and... Hopefully we never have to see this guy pitch uh, starting again. Says uh, I, I don't want to see him start again. You don't? Nope. What we need to do is we need to bring Libertor. I mean, you you could have you know also signed someone in the offseason. You could have, yeah. But, you know, you you were happy with your rotation. We are. So, we had a six man rotation yep. according to Mo. Yep. So I mean, you know what, Travis? That to me is deserving. Of an extension for Mo. It's I, I think that decision totally. was just definitely justified. In an justified, extension. deserved for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully, Matt has made his uh, last start. I mean, he was effective as a reliever, and he was effective mm-hmm. in spring training as a reliever. But uh, tried to do the starting thing, and I know what Libertor was last season, but. Uh, I want to see Libertor up here and making some starts instead of Matt's. Libertor has been good in spring training. 
he's been good in the minors. So uh, make make some moves, make that happen. But we did make a move yesterday. We did have a press conference oh. yesterday. Oh, I missed this. And uh, it was announced that we would have a 4 o'clock press conference for Mr. DeWitt, and it was business-related. And uh, it was an announcement that we're getting jersey patches. We had them on last night. Stifle is the jersey patch sponsor. Well, we know what is the important things going on for the Cardinals right now. I know. Selling those jersey patches. Yeah. How tone deaf is that? That we're now 10 games below 500, and we announce a press conference to uh, say that we're getting sponsored patches on our jerseys to make us more money so we don't spend in the offseason when we could spend on a pitcher. Travis, at the end of this month, if the Cardinals are still sitting 10 games below 500, are you calling this season a wash? I know it's just the end of May, but they haven't played well. Even the no. wins, they haven't played well. They haven't looked good. Right. Yeah. And, just... again, it's top to bottom. It's not like it's, oh, it's the starting pitching. Mm-hmm. No, it's top to bottom. The bullpen hasn't looked good. The defense hasn't looked good. The no. hitting hasn't looked good. The rotation hasn't looked good. Yeah, I mean, the only uh, bright spot uh, hitting uh, Goldschmidt's been pretty uh, solid Jordan at Walker. times besides that. But, yeah, Jordan Walker's been – all he does is hit ground balls there. Yeah, so yeah. we need to hit a, him to hit home runs. Yeah, we need to send him down. Uh, Arenado's been kind of in a slump in, you know, just the stats bear it out, only a two thirty three average, and also his uh, – his exit velo isn't very good, and hit, he hasn't had very many uh, hard-hit balls. But also just the way he looks on mm-hmm. the field as well. It just uh, looks like something's off uh, with him there. But, yeah, not very many uh, bright spots. And, uh, you know, uh, Zinga, who uh, came in to the game last night as he made his major league debut as we sent down Zach Thompson to uh, Memphis. I guess, you know, you have a couple of bad games and he gets sent down but he'd have two k's in his debut including striking out mike trout yeah, uh, making him making him look foolish uh there swinging way outside of the strike zone uh there and i saw that Wayne Wright was in the uh, dugout and uh was liking that giving him some that. pointers yeah for sure so i guess it's nice to see Ueno back in the dugout and it was announced that he's going to be starting on saturday Against the Detroit Tigers. Well, there you go, making his so, return. That's uh, exciting, nice uh, selling point there. You got to have something to look forward to. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you have those sponsor patches. I know everyone's kind of uh, doing it now with uh, MLB, uh, everybody kind of hopping on that trend. Uh, but, you know, the only patch that we haven't announced yet is I'm hoping it's coming. Uh, but uh, the only patch that we should be announcing, put on our jerseys, is for Mike Shannon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. But who knows? Maybe that's going to be coming, and maybe that will be on the other sleeve. But uh, it would be a shame if that doesn't uh, happen. I know we'll probably put a sticker on the wall uh, on the outfield, but uh, it needs to be on our uh, jerseys too. Well, with as tone deaf as this organization has been recently, Travis, it wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, like I said, the Cardinals will try to get back on it, and uh, they got a tall task ahead of them tonight, as uh, with that uh, bumper would indicate, it is Shohei Otani Day, as he's scheduled to be on the mound uh, tonight. He had the day off last night, as we alluded to in the open. Thanks, Shohei. And, uh, hey, you know, he, he, he can't do it all every single day. So he's going to probably pitch and hit uh, tonight mm-hmm. against Miles Michaelis. 
on the mound for the Cards tonight. Again, 5.50, just like last night, 5.50, a pregame show, 6.35, a game broadcast, and then, uh, again, we'll have a short show for you tomorrow on the Trustful Radio because it's afternoon baseball. Uh, there is will start at 11.20 with the uh, pregame show uh, there. Uh, but uh, other action from MLB uh, last night: the Cubs they uh, fell to the uh, Nationals last yeah. night, four to one. Mm-hmm. Yes, you'll have that. Had some hits in the seventh inning. It. Don't want to talk about it. Should have won. All right, so we won't uh, talk about it. We'll just move along there. Seventh inning did us in. Yeah. Uh, hey, it happens. Uh, the uh, Braves they beat the uh, Alcantara and the Marlins six to a nothing. Alcantara, man. Six hits, three and runs, five Ks, 5.09 ERA Gotta this season. Got to turn that around. And one and three, the reigning Cy Young mm. award winner. Not so uh, not so great of a no. start. Uh, the Arrays, they beat the uh, Pirates uh, four to one. The uh, Yankees, they won four to two over the Guardians. This is a walk-off for the uh, White Sox, three to two. Look out, they're nine and 21 now. Yep. Scratching and clawing. Travis, I know, you, I know you're joking there, but they're only one game behind your card. I know. I, I know. Just, I just wanted to, to verify. <laughs> just want to point, point that out there. Yeah, thanks for pointing that out. You're very welcome. <laughs> uh, the Red Sox, they win again as uh, it says that Wong hit two home runs. And I was like, oh, Colton Wong? No, Connor Wong. Oh, of course. Hit two homers. Uh, the Orioles, they're 20 and 9. They beat the Royals 11 to 7. Thanks to a pair of home runs there by Montcastle. Uh, the uh, Rangers, they win a 6-4 to four over the uh, uh, Diamondbacks. And that was a, a fourth inning, a big fourth inning there for uh, Texas. Uh, the Giants, they shut out the Astros 2 to nothing on the back of Anthony DiScalfani as he had eight a strong, scoreless innings uh, there holding the Astros to only three hits. Rockies beat the Brewers three to two. Mariners two to one over the A's in a very sparsely attended game there in Oakland. Only two thousand fans, not even two thousand five hundred fans mm. in attendance last night at the uh, old Coliseum. That's embarrassing. They did have a good pitching matchup. Those that did uh, ended up in, in attendance. Uh, the official attendance here on ESPN is two thousand five hundred and eighty-three. That is six percent, half a person on this uh, scale for ESPN here. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Uh, Miller did carry a no-hitter into the uh, eighth inning, but he lost it there, and uh, Seattle ended up winning the game too, so insult to injury there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Padres, they lost to the uh, Reds 2-1, to one, and uh, the return of Bryce Harper into the lineup, he went 0-4, and, uh, and the Dodgers ended up winning 13-2-1 as Julio Reyes had a nice outing. Uh, they're going seven strong innings, but uh, Harper going hitless in his return to the lineup. But just amazing that he's even here right. at this point. Uh, the Mets and Tigers were postponed, and it looks like they're going to make that up in a, a doubleheader uh, today. And so uh, they'll be coming up in an hour or so again. Uh, the Diamondbacks, Rangers, let's just look at the pitching matchups here. Valdez going for the Astros. Uh, Aaron Nola going for the Phillies against the Dodgers. Um, let's see here. Uh, the Mets, the second game of the doubleheader at 540. It'll be Max Scherzer 
going up for them. Shane McClanahan going for the uh, Rays. He's 5-0. and uh, Marcus Stroman going tonight for the uh, Cubs against Irvin for the uh, Nationals. Shane Bieber going for Cleveland. Dylan Cease going for the White Sox. Manoa going for the uh, Blue Jays. Zach Greinke, 0-4, 6.10 ERA against Baltimore tonight. Mm. Um, and that's it for the uh, pitching matchups uh, there tonight. And, of course, Otani versus Michaelis as well. So uh, we'll be back to uh, talk about them uh, tomorrow, but we're up against the clock, and we got to close out with some Stanley Cup playoffs on the way here to close things out. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Alex Walk. If you are buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows that you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with construction loan customized just for you. Ask around and talk with your friends, and you'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Topless State Bank and Topless Sigel in Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. You've created a comfortable home office. Now let Carrier provide the cash bonus. For a limited time, you can claim up to $1,750 in cool cash rebates on qualified Carrier home comfort systems. There's never been a better time to upgrade your year-round premium comfort and energy savings. Carrier, turn to the experts. Call Probster for duration at 217-342-6441 or stop by 318 West Jefferson Avenue in Effingham. And now, the starting lineup. Hello. 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 Welcome in. Welcome back to the starting lineup, 98.9 The Game. It's just the Olympics are over and done with, so maybe we need to get rid of this uh, music bed. On 98.9 The Game. Back here to the starting lineup here on 98.9. We're only here for a, a little bit longer. We have just enough time to uh, squeeze in uh, some uh, Stanley Cup playoffs as the uh, two teams that pulled off the uh, biggest upsets in round one. Well, they started off with wins in round number two. That's right, the uh, Panthers going in to uh, Toronto and winning 4-2 as they take the uh, 1-0 series lead as Panthers getting it done in uh, game one. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it, Travis. Mm, man, as uh, you had uh, Florida having the early 2 to nothing lead and then uh, the uh, Maple Leafs coming back and uh, tying it, and then uh, Verhagen, the uh, uh, hero in game seven, uh, putting the Panthers on top uh, there, and then they added an extra goal. In the uh, third period, did the Panthers to take game one and uh, doing it on the road uh, again as well. And uh, Eric's Kraken did it again. I'm telling you, Travis, I get into they, the Stanley Cup. I thought they were going to blow it, though. As oh, yeah. 
they definitely deserved to win this game, and uh, they end up winning it in overtime of five to uh, four uh, in OT. Uh, but uh, Pilvelski for the uh, Stars, not three goals, but an extra one on that. He had four of them last night. All Dallas Star goals went to Pavelski, and uh, he just returned to uh, the uh, lineup not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And a couple of those were batted out of the air, literally in mid-air deflections. And so some of those were impressive goals for him. He became the oldest player in playoff history with a four-goal game. Wow. Yep. Man. But you said the Kraken, Travis, yes, they won 5-4, to four, but four of their goals came in the first period. They went ice cold, yeah. pun intended, after that. So, But, Travis, come on. You, you have to agree with me. Are you not <laughs> now rooting for a Kraken Panthers Stanley Cup? Ooh. Let's do it. I'm not about the Panthers, but I am starting to get about the Kraken. You getting on the Kraken bandwagon? Mm, yeah. We're here. Yeah. <laughs> Cracking proud. <laughs> Cracking proud. I love it. <laughs> and they're going and taking a 1 0 series lead over the stars. Might as well take it all the way. What's cracking? Let's <laughs> <laughs> crack a lacking. And uh, they take the 1 0 series lead. So uh, they'll be uh, back at it uh, tomorrow there in Dallas as they'll try to even up the series there. So yeah, might as well. Seattle might as take, well. It, take it all the way. Uh, two games uh, tonight, uh, game number ones with the uh, Devils and Hurricanes there in uh, Carolina and uh, Edmonton and uh, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl and uh, that crew will be in Vegas to take on the uh, Golden Knights at 8.30. So 6 o'clock for the Devils, Hurricanes, 8.30 for the Oilers and the uh, Golden Knights uh, tonight for game number ones of uh, those series. So definitely be looking in and they got a lot to uh, live up to yes. at least in that uh, Kraken Stars game that was a pretty entertaining mm-hmm. uh, hockey game uh, there so uh, that will wrap it up and that will do it we still got more stuff to uh, talk about in the uh, podcast couple of uh, random news and uh, notes and uh, this date in uh, sports history as well coming up in the uh, pod again a short little show for you tomorrow uh, we're getting kicked off the air due to uh, St. Louis Cardinal baseball at 11 and 20 but uh, we'll be here for you for 19 minutes or so mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow on 98.9 but coming up next here on ESPN radio is uh, Fitz and Harry so enjoy Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to overtime of the uh, podcast, uh, starting a lineup here, and I uh, got uh, this date in uh, sports history uh, coming at you, and uh, some uh, random news and uh, notes uh, from uh, the day as well. So uh, let's uh, and college football. Yes. They, uh, yes. They took a peek at the uh, schedule for the 2024-25 uh, yep. the uh, playoff. Uh, dates for the 12-team expanded playoffs are set. So uh, we'll take a peek at that as well. Yep. 
All right, so uh, let's uh, get it started and uh, let's clean up some sports center. All right, the Phoenix Suns are going to be without point guard Chris Paul for at least the next three games. The Athletic reports the team mm. will be without Paul for games three, four, and five of their second round series against Denver due to his groin injury. That's not good. That's not good for no, uh, not good for, for the, the Suns. Suns. Uh, the Chiefs have made a decision on the future of one of their offensive playmakers. Kansas City has declined to exercise a fifth-year option on running back Clyde Edwards-Hilaire rookie contract. Twenty-four-year-old back was taken thirty-second overall pick in the twenty-twenty draft at LSU. So not having him, but they did re-sign running back Jarek McKinnon. Uh, McKinnon, who turned thirty-one on Wednesday, is coming off a season where he recorded eight hundred three scrimmage yards and ten touchdowns. A former Las Vegas Raiders player will plead guilty to charges connected to a deadly 2021 crash. Henry Henry Ruggs III reached a plea agreement with prosecutors and will serve between 3 and 10 years in prison if a judge accepts the deal. Police said Ruggs was speeding up to 156 miles per hour on a residential road in November 2021 when he crashed into another car, killing the driver and a dog in the vehicle. Ruggs' blood alcohol level was twice Nevada's legal limit. According to police, he is expected to formally enter his plea in his May 10th court appearance. Uh, Patrick Mahomes' brother also charged as well, placed under arrest. Uh, sources say that Lionel Messi is going to leave PSG at the end of the season. Uh, Roy McElroy is going to lose his $3 million bonus. And uh, Cobb, Randall Cobb, is reuniting with Aaron Rodgers on the Jets. Yeah, because of course, of course, course he, he would. Yeah. Of course he would follow Aaron to New York. Of course he would. All right, so let's transition, as Travis said. The college football playoff has released its schedule for the inaugural 12-team playoff format. The college football playoffs in 2024 and 2025 will feature New Year's Day triple headers and no quarterfinal games played on Saturday. 2024 first-round games that are set to be played at campus sites are scheduled for December 20th and 21st. Fiesta Bowl will be played on New Year's Eve before the Peach, Rose, and Sugar Bowls will be played on New Year's Day. Semifinals will be the Orange Bowl January 9th in the, with the Cotton Bowl January 10th. National Championship game the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in Atlanta. The next season, the semifinals will feature the Fiesta Bowl January 8th and the Peach Bowl January 9th. National Championship will then be played January 19th in Miami. That is the year 20. So that's uh, exciting that we get a look at the uh, what the uh, format and the expanded uh, playoff schedule mm-hmm. uh, would look like and what a day that would be on Saturday, uh, December 21st, with those uh, three playoff matchups early afternoon, late afternoon, and evening. And those first-round games would be on campus. Yep. As well, so uh, that is cool. Yeah, I like that. And uh, like you said, you know, the Fiesta in the quarterfinals on a Tuesday, and uh, those I believe those quarterfinal games would uh, be on Tuesday and Wednesday yeah. due to uh, they don't want to conflict with the uh, NFL and a wild card weekend uh, there. I think would be one of the reasons why they would have it on Tuesday and mm-hmm. Wednesday, besides it being New Year's and New Year's Day right. and all that. So Now, Travis, here's my thing with this, and I, I think it's a great concept. I like the way they have it formatted and everything like that. Are we going to get more players pulling out hmm. of those top draft picks? Because now, instead That's of funny. playing – two games to be in the national championship. Now you're playing three. Yeah. And you're playing um, more games in less amount of time. Right. Because before it was New Year's Day, you'd kind of have that first round matchup of the playoffs now. The platform we have now, it'd be New Year's Day. And then you'd have until the 19th 
or, you know, a week or two later on a Monday, you would have the national championship game. So it gave your body time to heal. Mm. Now you're doing it, you know, the 20th, then New Year's Day, then the 9th. Yeah. So that's the only concern I have. And I think that's something that a lot of people haven't thought about when they talk about expanding the playoff format is are we going to get more of these top players saying, I'm not playing, I'm not hurting myself, I'm not yeah. getting myself in a situation. So until something I think is done about that, these teams are not the same teams if their top players are not playing. And we've talked right. about that with, you know, we talked about that with the, the Illinois game. You know, mm-hmm. if you get, don't have your top players playing, you're not the same team that played all season. Yeah. But I understand it from the players' point of view. They want to keep themselves healthy for the NFL draft. Right. Exactly. So I, I don't know what the answer is. I want mm-hmm. more college football. I think we need to have a bigger playoff than four teams. Right. I think 12 is a good number. Yeah. It's, I'll say it's perfect, but it's pretty close. Pretty close. It's to pretty perfect. close. So, I am just concerned that more players that are going to be top picks are going to pull out. Right. Or maybe play that December game, and that's it. Mm, yeah. I think that if you would uh, uh, forego that, uh, the rest of it, even if you played in the first-round game, I think you might as well just set out the first-round game, too, if you're going to set out the yeah. next three games i guess you would have or two games whatever it is yeah it'd be two yeah Yeah. Mm. i mean yeah that's definitely a good a good point something to uh think about there i don't know if more more players would do that but you definitely would have uh, more to consider Mm -hmm. playing a couple extra games yeah because these players, you know, that are in the New Year's Six or the college football playoffs now, they have an entire month off before that game. Yeah. So they have a lot of time to get their bodies healed up for one game or to decide, I'm not playing. Now you have basically Thanksgiving to December 20th to figure out what you're going to do. Yeah. And then you got to turn around and play another game a week later and then another game a week later after that. Right. Yeah, it's definitely less time to uh, prep for these playoff games. But part of me thinks, Travis, that the NIL deals help make these players want to play a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, because if you're getting big money from an NIL, you're willing to take a little bit of a risk, I think, because you're you're getting money now. Yeah, I but would agree. But at the same time, if I'm going to be the number one overall draft pick and make that kind of money in the NFL – Right, what you're gonna make com- you're make even more, and it goes back to unfortunately the tradition, the pride in these schools is not what it once was because of such things as the transfer rules. You don't get as a player attached to a school, and like I have the pride of wanting to bring a championship to a school because you're not there for more than two years. Yeah, because you transfer out if you if you're unhappy there. So that that sense of pride and wanting to win a championship for this school is gone. And the fact that it's the same schools that we always see competing for it also makes some of that gone. Like if you're yeah. telling me Illinois is going to be in the the 12 team playoffs, I bet 98% of the Illini on that team are playing because they haven't been there. They haven't experienced that. The school hasn't experienced that. The fan base hasn't experienced that. But if you're telling me Alabama's going again and Georgia's going again and you're a, a senior who's been there, well, 
you wouldn't be a senior. But if you were a junior who's been there for four years and you went to the playoffs three out of those four years, now this is the fourth, what does it matter to you? Right. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, it's true. It's a, a fair point. Yeah, it seems like we always always see the same yep. same teams. So, especially Georgia coming off back-to-back championships. Yep. So, it's also uh, uh, very exciting that the uh, first round would be on a campus. Of oh, 100%. I love that. I love that the first round is going to be on campus. Of these schools. Mm-hmm. So, what a electric atmosphere. Oh, yeah. It'll be on those campuses. Especially depending those. on the matchups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, are you telling me that we're going to get – in Alabama, Alabama, Ohio State possibly is a first round matchup in Alabama. Right. Yes. Yeah. Ohio State, Notre Dame. Mm hmm. Yes. That kind of incentivizes, uh, you know, some arguments against the expanded playoff as well, you know, kind of diminishes the regular season or whatever. But that kind of doesn't from that aspect right. of you have to fight every single week yeah. for wins, even if you are expected to make the playoffs so you don't have to go on the road right. in those first-round games. Yeah. So I guess that from that perspective Now is here's good. what I want to know because we already know that the the second round is going to be, you know, the, the New Year's the Bulls, Six Bulls. yeah. That first round, are they going to be bowl games, or are they just calling them first-round games? Yeah, I would say that they would probably just call them first-round games. See, I don't like that then. I'm not sure. Either have them all be bowls leading up to the national championship, or have it first-round, semifinal, you know, quarterfinal, semifinal, and then the college football championship. I don't like half and half. Yeah, I could see that, but... I mean, I don't know. They might slap some random names on these games anyway. (sighs) Hmm. Just have to see, but uh, already getting the uh, 2024, 2025, so we're already looking into the year of 2026 schedules for college football. Yep. So uh, get get ready for that. I said 2024. I was kind of like, oh, so – I didn't think that we were going to get the playoff, expanded playoff this year. Well, we're not. We're not. It's still going to be yeah. the following. The year. end of 2024. Yeah. Yeah. So, still got a ways. Got to wait a little bit, Travis. Ways to go for that. All right. Well, I'll uh, be anxiously awaiting. Yes, you will. As will all that of us. That and maybe we'll have a college football game by that point. Mm, don't Video hold game. your breath. Don't hope, hold right? your breath. Yeah. Can help. I don't think it's ever happening, Travis. I don't think we're ever <laughs> going to get a college football game. Yeah, it doesn't look good. And here's the thing, and I was thinking about this, Travis. You know, a lot of the, the sports leagues, minus the NFL, have seen really a dip in their fandom, ratings-wise. They haven't been quite as high as they have been in years past. And it seems like interest isn't there. You know, you think of NASCAR, you think of golf, you think of... You know, college football is probably still okay. College basketball, I think, dipped. Um, yeah, I definitely think college football. You know, you know what? Fun. What I think it, it ties into, Travis. Mm-hmm. Video games. When all Possibly. those leagues were at the top, and I th- I think in NASCAR first, 
when NASCAR was at its height, height, the video games were awesome because you could have people who didn't know anything about NASCAR pick up a video game and play it because it was a fun game. Yeah. I think of wrestling. Mm. When wrestling was at the height, the video games were the best. Yeah. Because people who weren't fans could pick it up and play it. Baseball, you can't tell me that the height of those games, height of baseball, baseball wasn't the triple plays or the MVP baseball or stuff like that. Those are still looked at as classic games now. Yeah. Uh, that definitely is, could be a factor. I think uh, several other ones uh, go into that, but I think that that's... I, I think that's definitely something, that the casual person can just pick it up and play. And unfortunately, in today's day and age, you can't do that anymore because you can't no. go rent video games. No. You can't. So you can't just pick up something or go over to a friend's house and play it because we're all online. Everything's mm. online. You have to commit to buying it. Like, yeah, it's definitely fair. It, it it stinks. Like, and especially when these video game companies know that they just, as we talked about, put on a new skin, update a roster, and here's sixty five bucks for the game. And oh, by the way, here's another fourteen for an ultimate team, and here's another twenty five for this, and they make their money. Even if they sell less games than the year before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's annoying. All right. That was my rant. That was my annoying. tangent. My well, tangent. We hadn't had one for a while, so. We hadn't. That one wasn't I think too you were, bad. I think you were due. That wasn't too bad. No. That was. I've gone on worse. Yeah, that was tame. It was tame. Compared to others. Fix the video games. Well, and it's my fault for bringing it up. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to close it out with uh, this date in sports history. Yeah, there's just one thing, and again, it makes me sad, Travis. On this day back in 2011, 12 years ago, Derrick Rose won the regular season MVP award at the age of 22 years old, became the youngest player in history to receive the award after collecting 113 out of 120 possible first-place votes. Mm. It just upsets me. Yeah. Should have been a bowl. We should be talking about how great those teams were with him and Jimmy Butler and Noah and Dwayne Wade was there for a second, like yeah, yeah. And instead, a hot minute. It was a hot minute. It wasn't. It wasn't long, but actually, I think he was there for almost a year. He probably was. You're thinking of Carmelo Anthony, who was there for a hot second. Oh man, I saw him celebrating in the garden last I night. I know that. Uh, Bulls team made it to the final Eastern Conference Finals that year, 2010-2011, when they lost to uh, LeBron in the Heat, 4-1 yeah. in the, the finals, hmm. which that one hurt because LeBron, I thought, was coming to Chicago the whole time. <laughs> but that was uh, Keith Bogans, Carlos Boozer, Ronnie Brewer, ah. Luol Dang, Taj Gibson, Kyle Korver, Noah, Kurt Thomas, C.J. Watson, and of course the legend Brian Scalabrini. Ah, Scalabrini. Yes, nice. That was <laughs> that was that Bulls team that that you know should have done something. Mm. Sixty-two and twenty, they finished that year under Tibbs. Ooh. The next year they were fifty and sixteen, still pretty good. Oh, they yeah. added Jimmy Butler to the mix as a rookie. Nice. Thank good. And Rip Hamilton. Oh, Rip. Rip Hamilton in 2011 was a bull. Forgot about that. 
Uh, I mean, yeah, at that point, he you had the he had the mask. Oh yeah. Ever since yeah. the next year, he started. Go- oh, he was a bull for two years. The next year, we oh, went really downhill tough. because uh, that was the year Derrick Rose was out, so we had Nate Robinson playing point guard, <laughs> and Kirk Heinrich came back. Nate. Nazir Muhammad. Nate Robinson. Uh, that's when we started going downhill. Nice. That was the end of it. <laughs> that was uh that was the end. DJ Augustine on the next year. With Jimmer. Mike Dunleavy. Jimmer, yeah, Jimmer for debt. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yep. I don't think he did much that year. He didn't do much. He didn't do much anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, what a disappointment. Yep. He played in eight games as a bull. Oh, well then, yeah, no wonder I don't remember. Yep, eight games. He was traded in the middle of the season Hmm. from the uh, Kings to the Bulls. Oh, well then that would be, that'd be why. Yeah. Oh, Jimmer. Yep, yep, yep. Doing good. Somewhere I thought I saw. I mean, yeah, overseas. Yeah. Like China or something. Yeah. Probably where uh, Dylan Brooks will be playing. Probably. Next season. Probably. Oh, no, he was waived by the Kings, and then the Bulls signed him. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Could have been. Yep. He was part of a trade that uh, included John Salmons. Tobias Harris, Steven Jackson, Sean Livingston, Corey Maggette, Bismarck Biombo, and Ben Udra. Hmm. Oh, that's a winner, winner all around. <laughs> Every one of those players. Some winners there. Yes. <laughs> all right, so uh, we are going to get out of here for the uh, day. Again, short little show uh, tomorrow on the Terrestrial Radio, but... We'll be back in the uh, pod to cover everything that we normally cover in the uh, terrestrial show. So until tomorrow, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. uh, And we'll talk to you on Thursday. Peace out.